Hey guys, it's Melissa with Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. Today I wanted to talk to you about getting over a past relationship. And the reason I felt led to talk to you about this today is because I am in the process of writing a book and my book is going to be about putting your life back together again after divorce. My book is more focused on women because obviously I am a woman and so it's from my point of view, but I think this book will be useful for anyone. And it essentially just gives you tips for how to put the pieces of your life back together after the process of divorce and being a single parent. And so I know a lot of people can sympathize with this topic. You're probably going through this even as we speak. So if you're feeling lost, angry, hurt, confused after a divorce, then this episode is for you. And you'll want to watch out for my book, which should be coming out. It will probably be out in the spring sometime, so maybe look for that. Hopefully it will be ready by then. I'm just finishing it up. But it is out there to help you move through your divorce with grace and ease in a way that I wasn't able to. And going through it myself, I learned a lot of valuable lessons that I want to share with you so that hopefully it helps you to move through this much faster than I did and with much more grace than I did. So how do you find peace again after going through the trauma of divorce? Some people may balk at my using the word trauma to describe divorce, but anybody who's ever been through it knows that this is the perfect word. Everything is chaotic when you go through a divorce. Your life will never again be the same as it was. It can feel as if your world has been turned upside down. Divorce is usually full of tense arguing, and the reality is now that you have to create new boundaries with your ex. You have to go from being with someone that you spent your whole life with, built a relationship around, maybe was even your best friend, to now not being around that person, having to watch that person be with someone else, which can be very painful, and having to get along with that person. If you still have children together, you still have to come up with a way to get along with that person in order to make life for your children easier and better. And that's not always easy to do, especially when this person who is supposed to be your best friend is starting to feel more like an enemy. Well, what if you wouldn't have to have such a difficult time going through divorce? I mean, obviously, it's not going to be easy. We know that. But you can make the process easier if you follow a few simple tips. So what are the things that you can do to make your divorce a little bit easier for all involved? Well, one of the things I want to talk to you about is not staying in the victim modality. Some people tend, and I, I will admit I was one of these people, I played this role very well, you get in the mentality of, why did this happen to me? My life's never going to get better. It's always going to be bad. And so you get into the habit of playing the victim. And so we stay in that perpetual state of depression, sadness, anger even. And the, the thing about that is you cannot stay in that place for very long and expect your life to change. You're going to end up lowering your energy vibration. And remember, we are all just big balls of energy. 
and you're going to lower your energy vibration. And when you do that, you're going to begin attracting negative things into your life. And not only that, but when your energy is lowered, it can also cause you to become sick. And we don't want to make ourselves physically sick. Know that divorce is difficult, but you probably want to heal and grow and get better. We all do. So one of the things that you need to remember is that your life is not over. Everything is going to be okay. Yes, it will take a little time, but everything will be okay in the end. You need to remember that we have to take time to positively change our thoughts if we want to see change in our lives. And that's not always easy to do, but there are some things we can do to help us shift our thoughts and make this experience a little bit easier. So one of the things you need to do is to honor your pain. You need to understand that you are hurting and you are going through pain and that's okay. So take some time to cry it out. We all need to sometimes. But don't stay in that vibration for long. So take the time you need to grieve. Remember, it's a process. They don't call it a grieving moment for a reason. It's a whole grieving process. So there are steps we have to go through in order to grieve and to get over this situation. And everyone's grieving process is different. Everyone takes a different amount of time, and that's okay. Honor the process. Start by letting go of some of those emotions, which you can do by crying it out, honoring that you are sad, and that's perfectly understandable. You can also do tapping exercises to get rid of some of that emotion and I'm going to lead you through one at the end of this recording. So if you stick with me through the end I'll take you through a tapping exercise to help you get rid of that raw emotion. But you also need to remember that your soul and your ex's soul came here to experience this situation in life in order to learn and grow. And it's really as simple as that. If you can look at it from that perspective, what was it that you were supposed to learn? There is a website that I absolutely love and I highly recommend. It's called Radical Forgiveness. And I think that I've mentioned it before, but it's excellent. And forgiveness is another way for you to honor yourself and honor your ex and the journey that you've had. It is so critical that we forgive not only our ex, but also ourselves. Because when we don't forgive other people, it's like we're dragging around their energy with us. If you can get a a mental visualization of that, that would be as if you had their physical body tied to you with a rope. And if you can imagine the number of people who do things to us that we need to forgive, we would end up dragging around so many bodies with us. And that would be so heavy and uncomfortable. But energetically, that's exactly what we're doing. And so in order to free yourself of that burden, and really, when you forgive others, it's a gift to yourself, not just the other people. In fact, it's really more about us than it is them, because you are freeing yourself of that energetic burden that you're carrying around of that person. And what I love about this Radical Forgiveness site is that you can print out worksheets and you can fill them out. And it asks you to look at this as an objective third-party observer. And when you do that and you get out of your own head and get out of your own emotions, 
it really does allow you to see things in a different light. And when you don't have the raw emotion there, you can actually see sometimes what that lesson might have been. But when we look at it in that way, that we were here, we agreed to come here, to go through this together in order to learn and grow, it makes a lot of sense. And it makes, I think, to me, it took the sting out of it, I think, a little, a little bit more. So you can go and download those worksheets and fill those out. And you can do them as many times as you need to. And that really does help. And like I said, forgiveness, it isn't excusing any past behaviors, but it is allowing yourself to be free of the burden that you feel or the guilt that you feel. You may be feeling guilt over your part in this divorce. You know, I'm sure that you both did things you wish you could take back. But the truth is, the past is the past, and you can't go back and change it. But you can change how you feel about it in the present. We can forgive ourselves, which is just as important as forgiving others. And that help us to move on with grace and ease. God doesn't want us to live a meager existence. And so, oftentimes, when we experience a situation like divorce, it's really a catalyst to move us from where we are. When we are comfortable and standing still, we don't experience any growth. For me personally, when I experienced my divorce, I ended up shifting my entire career pattern, my career choice after my divorce. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I love my job and I love what I do and I feel really fulfilled doing the work that I do. And that never would have happened if I hadn't gone through a divorce. So try to think about what what is the universe trying to tell you? Why are you going through this? Are you supposed to be shifting your life in one way or another? And probably the answer would be yes. We never grow and change in our comfort zone. And that's tough because it is uncomfortable and painful when we have to grow and change, but it's necessary. So what are some other things that you can do to help you get through this divorce? One of the things that you need to do is to be kind to yourself. Remember that this is a process and then it will take time. Don't expect to feel better immediately, but you should start feeling better every day, especially if you start adding the following things. I want you to watch how you talk to yourself. It's really easy to play the victim and say, why can't I ever find love or what did I do wrong and why won't I ever find somebody? You need to stop doing that. We are all deserving of love and God wants us to have loving partners. You are worthy of finding love and you will find it again, but you need to change the way you think about it. You need to make sure that you don't allow your self-esteem to be crumble because that can happen after divorce we think why wasn't I good enough why was I rejected and you can't allow yourself to do that so one of the ways you can make sure that you maintain your self-esteem is by saying a mantra every day there are so many good mantras out there I love the ones that are related to self-love because it helps you build up your self-esteem 
one that I say to myself is that I love myself deeply, completely, and unconditionally. You truly have to love yourself before you can really give love away to someone else. So make sure that you are loving yourself every day, being kind to yourself. It's amazing the way that we talk to ourselves. One of the things that I recommend doing is keeping a journal. And as you go about your day, any negative thoughts that pop into your head, I want you to make two columns in your journal. And in the left-hand column, I want you to write down any of those negative thoughts that popped into your head during the day, whatever it is. You can either write them in the journal as they come to you or just at the end of the day, try to remember what you thought about yourself. And then on the right-hand side, I want you to take a look at what you said about yourself. So let's say that you wrote down, I am so disorganized. On the right-hand side, I want you to give that a positive spin. You can change that to, I am so talented, I have many things going on at once. So we've taken that negative thought and tried to change that into a positive one. And once you've done that, go back through, look at what you used to say to yourself. Now tell yourself what you're going to say from now on. And then I'd like you to cut that list apart and either burn or tear up the list on the left-hand column because those are just lies that you're not going to tell yourself anymore. You are a wonderful person. You're beautiful. You are loved. You don't need to beat yourself up anymore. So make sure that you are keeping your thoughts positive, keeping your self-esteem up. It's also really important not to compare yourself to anyone else. Self-comparison is where we really fall into a pit. Anybody's life could look better than our own lives, but we are not on the same journey. We each have our own journeys. My journey is different than your journey. Your journey is different than your neighbor's journey. We should not be comparing what other people have to what we don't have. It doesn't matter. You are on a different place in your journey and that is it. And that's all you need to be worried about is you and getting through your own journey. Don't be so self-critical. You are not perfect. I am not perfect. I don't know anyone who is perfect. I only know people who think they are perfect and they are perfectly obnoxious. Don't go around trying to be perfect. You will fall short every time. Allow yourself the grace to know that you will fall but you're going to pick yourself back up again and move on. Don't worry about being perfect. And make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Like I said, you can do the EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques, and I will walk you through one at the end of this podcast. But there are a lot of other things you can do to make yourself feel better. You can do your mantra every day. You can do a little meditation every day take five minutes out just to clear your mind and help you to shift your vibration into higher energy levels that's going to make you feel better and meditation does a lot for your health can lower your blood pressure it helps us sleep better at night also Reiki is a good tool to use if you are going through a lot of emotional pain. We can go in and clear out some of that pain. So if you're interested in a Reiki session, 
We can do a chord cutting session where we cut the chords to that negative relationship from you. We can do a lot of things with Reiki and it does help you sleep better at night. So if you're interested in Reiki, I will have my website address in the description of this podcast. You can go and check it out. I highly recommend Reiki. I also offer life coaching packages because I have been where you are and I understand the things that you need and what you're going through. You can get on my website as well to check out my coaching packages. We can work together for a month, for more than a month. It's totally up to you. Sometimes it's just nice having somebody there who can listen and give you advice. But take care of yourself. Draw yourself a nice hot bath in the evening. Pour yourself a glass of wine. Put some Epsom salts and some nice essential oil fragrances in your bath. Listen to some soothing music. Music is a great way to raise our energy vibration. And who doesn't love listening to music? I mean, I don't know anybody who doesn't like listening to music. If you don't, I don't know, maybe there's something wrong with you. But everyone loves music, and for a good reason. It makes you feel better. This might be a good time to read a new book or to start a new hobby. To get your mind off of all of the bad things, you can distract yourself with other things that are pleasant. Get together with your group of friends and allow them to make you laugh. Laughter is the best medicine, and that is seriously true. There's nothing better than getting together with all of your friends and laughing until your side hurts. So go out for a glass of wine with your friends or come home and relax with a glass of wine and a hot bath. Get yourself a massage get a facial, do things to take care of yourself and feel better. And one thing that I would highly recommend too is getting some exercise. I know that it's hard to fit it in your day sometimes, but exercising is great because it releases endorphins, which make us feel better. Obviously, it's good for your health. But the other thing it does, if we get out in nature and take a walk and actually just get out there and focus We ground ourselves in Mother Nature, and it allows us to have a deeper, closer connection to spirit as well, which is great because sometimes answers come to us when we really are in stillness and are listening for guidance. There are some great podcasts out there, too, that can make you feel better. There's a lot of comedy podcasts out there that can take your mind off things for a little bit, make you laugh. Another thing you might want to do is pay attention to what you're putting your energy into on social media. If you're following a lot of political sites, you probably are getting bogged down by all of the negativity out there. And while I think it is good to stay in the know, it's also good to disconnect sometimes. And while you probably can't totally walk away from social media, it is nice to take breaks every now and then. But the other thing you can do is to subscribe to a lot of positive podcasts or feeds on Twitter and Facebook. There are a lot of feeds out there that give you daily wisdom and inspiration, and it makes you feel better. When you're not constantly bombarded by negativity, you will be surprised at how amazing it makes you feel. So... Another thing you could do 
is you could do a past life regression if that's something you're interested in because I think a lot of patterns we bring with us in this life happens to be patterns that we have continued from a past life and just haven't broken. They're lessons that we still need to learn. So it is possible that you could do that. But again, another good idea is the cord cutting, asking Archangel Michael to come in and to release from us those emotions and situations and relationships that no longer serve us. So I've given you quite a few tools, but I don't want this podcast to be super long. So I'm going to take you now through the EFT, which is the Emotional Freedom Technique. And this particular script I got from cluttermastermind.com. And it's a script about letting go of past relationships. So um, if you would like to do this now, you can start with me. We're going to start on the karate chop or the side of the hand. And you'll just start tapping and repeat after me. Even though I'm still holding on to a past relationship, I just can't seem to let go. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Even though I'm holding on and I just can't seem to let go of that past relationship and I am obsessing a lot of the time, I deeply love and accept myself. Even though I'm holding on to the past relationship, despite the fact that it is not serving me to do so, I love and accept myself anyway. And I totally forgive myself for holding on. Now you're going to go to the top of the head. All this holding on to the uh, eyebrow, top of the eyebrow, to the past relationship, side of the eye. I just can't let go under the eye of that relationship, under the nose. I just keep holding on, chin, to that relationship, collarbone. I just can't let go under the arm. Maybe it's not safe to let go top of the head. Maybe I'm not ready to let go top of the eye. Maybe I can't let go side of the eye. Maybe I don't want to let go under the eye. Maybe I still love them on some level under the nose. Maybe there's something I think I still need from them under the chin, all this holding on, collarbone. Maybe it is time to let go, under the arm. Maybe it's not serving me to hold on, top of the head. Maybe it's holding me in the past, top of the eye. I am holding myself in the past, side of the eye. I'm not allowing myself to be in the present, under the eye. All this negative energy under the nose that I am still carrying from that relationship under the chin. All the things I didn't say, collarbone. All the things I did say, under the arm. All the things they didn't say, top of the head. All the things they did say, top of the eye. All the things we said and did, side of the eye. I choose to let them go, 
under the eye, because it is not serving me to live in the past under the nose. It's affecting my current relationship under the chin. It's holding me back, collarbone. And while I'm back there, I can't be here under the arm. All this holding me back, top of the head. I choose to let it go, top of the eye. I choose to cut the cord and let it go, side of the eye. I choose to be in the now, under the eye. Celebrating being in the now, under the nose. Celebrating letting go, under the chin. Celebrating being here in my current relationship, collarbone. Celebrating all my current connections under the arm and letting it all go. Now take a deep breath. And as you release that breath, let it all go. And again, take another deep breath. And as you release that breath, let it all go. You can do this tapping as many times as you need. You can do that breathing and letting it go as many times as you need. And just know that everything is going to work out for your highest good. Letting go of things in the past is simply a way of making room for something so much better. And you deserve so much better. You are loved. You are beautiful. You're a wonderful child of God, and he wants you to have the best. So maybe that past relationship had to be let go in order to make room for something even better. In fact, I know that that's what God had in plan. We ask for so little from God, and he wants us to have so much more. So when you pray, remember to pray, this or better, God because he always wants better for us. I hope that you will make it through this situation with ease and grace and that you can begin to feel like a whole person again. And just know that you are not alone. There are so many people out there who are going through or have gone through the same thing that you have, but it should make you feel comfortable to know that we made it through the other side better than we were before. And you will too. I pray that you find peace, blessings, love, and that you learn to love yourself again. I am sending you so much love and light, and I hope that you will be a light for others. Have a wonderful evening.